Okay, we're starting Simon Shin Samach Vav. Talk a few topics that are relevant to Simon Shin Samach Vav. The way it applies to Lamaisa. Simon Shin Samach Vav is the first Simon in Hilchais Eruvin, Eruve Chateris. Up until now, from Shin Memhei through Shin Samachei was all Hilchais Rishuyis. Defining the different rishuyos that are applicable, rishus rabim, rishus yachid, karmelis, mokimptur, and uh, how to convert, how to close off certain rishuyos, certain properties, whether it's a chutzah, whether it's a mavoi, etc., etc. All that was discussed in the siman that we learned until now through shin memhei, through shin samachei, and the definition of each one of them. Question is right now: once you already have a closed area. How do you, uh, when are you allowed to carry? So obviously if you have a closed area and it's only your property, so it's a complete Rishosayachid, and there is no problem to carry in that, in that Rishosayachid. However, if that property is not only yours, but it is a partnership, or it's owned by more than one person, then there is, uh, even though Midei say you are allowed to carry because it's Rishosayachid, there's a difference when you're talking about Rishoyas, there is the, you have to recognize the difference between that when we talk about Rishus Arabim, the translation of Rishus Arabim is an area that's publicly used. But when it comes to the a the difference in Rishus Arabim and Rishus Ayochid is not only based on the usage of people, but it also has the element of Mechitzah. So once there's Mechitzah, once there's Tikkunim, once something is done to change its status, it changes status also, but it doesn't allow you to carry. I said does. Medirabanon, the Chachamim were goizer, that when you have a Rishus Ayochid, Gemura Medirayse, that inside of it has more than one owner, more than one person, more than one uh, unit of residence in that property, you have to make a Eruv. The word Eruv uh, does not mean the string, although that's what people refer to it. The word Eruv means mixing. It refers to mixing everybody, the people who are partners in this property all mix their food together and therefore they become all as if they're all based out of the same, eating the same food and therefore they are all considered as one unit for the purpose of carrying from one to one to another. Because now each person has in this aid of, in this mix, mixture of food, he has some of his food over there, so he's able to carry to and from within that, within that property. That is when it comes to chatseris. This is talking about a, singu, a single property, closed property, a chatser, which has in it different units, which not the classical chatser that is talking about, where it has one general area and it has two houses or more. What you look at it is, Usually a bungalow colony, is, for example, is a good example of it, and or an apartment building. An apartment building is a essentially a chutzah because it has just a question on 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 the apartment building is who owns the general areas. That's a different discussion. We're talking about Lamashal, a simple one, the condos, where each person is the owner of the each one has a schus in the general area. It's the same thing as a chutzah. And that is when you have to make a ruvi chatseris, and that is what the halachas that start from now, shin samachvav going weiter, is what it is what it uh, what it discusses. That is exeris hachamim, that they should that you have to carry in it. Why? 
is that so people should not get used to carrying in a place where it's Asr. Not only that, the same Chachamim added even a further Gzeda, a Siag, that you cannot carry from Eidah Shusayachid to Eidah Shusayachid when you're not crossing the Chatzar. If you have two Eidah Shusayachids that are completely connected and there's no Chatzar between them, still you have to put a... a still you're not allowed to carry because a common word you might carry from Eidah Shusayachid to Eidah Shusayachid. That is concept of Eruvei Chatzeris when it comes to a singular Chatzar. When you have more than one chatzer, and they are touching each other, they want to carry from one chatzer to the other chatzer, and they have a doorway between them, then they have to make a eruv that connects the two together, and that is a whole discussion whether when they could make, sometimes they have to make, each one has to make its independent eruv, and then they have to make an eruv between them together, sometimes they make an eruv, one eruv that covers both together. The same idea also is going to be discussed later in Simon Shinpei Zayin, when it comes to the concept of shitufei mavoyos, when you have one mavoy that comes to another mavoy, it also has that idea, so that expands it from chatseris to mavoyos and connecting, connecting mavoyos and shitufim in, in, in the own mavoy by itself, which a mavoy is a collection of chatseris, and then from one mavoy to another mavoy, and from that you go to the much bigger one of making an eruv making Eruv when it refers to a city, which the question is, which category does it fall into? There is differences between Eruv Chatseris and Shetufi Mevoyes, where, it, where it's supposed to be placed, etc., which that's going to be discussed from one to, to another. Now, where do you put the Eruv Chatseris? When do you have to put the Eid of Chatseris? When are you obligated to do Eid of Chatseris? Is when the Chatser is a permanent location where there is, where there is, um, or people are there. The Lashon Al Terebe Ve'Oymet Sham Yomim that uh, he's referring to. If there's a camp, camping uh, place where they make a gate around the tents because they stopped in the middle of travel. If it's Oymet Sham Yomim, if it's there semi-permanent that they already need Eruv HaTzeres. Obviously, if people live in a building, they for sure need Eruv HaTzeres. But the exception would be if people just made a place they're traveling and they only stopped for Shabbos. Over there, for one day, over there, you don't have to make an Eruv, uh, Eruv between them. That means you don't have to do this mix of food, but you still have to close off the area. Obviously, if you obviously, what it means is if you're traveling and you stop in a place which has a which has a, uh, a gated area and everybody is there and each person has their own tent in this gated area, it's already closed off as a rishos. So you don't have to make a own eruv chatzeros within the people that are in there. Now, if there is people who are guests or something like that, they eat under the same from the same thing. That's a whole different discussion. It's going to be discussed later in Shin Ayin, etc. When that that is a whole different um, question. That is that, and from that it also applies to hotels, hospitals, and things like that. And there's a letter from the Rebbe where he gives the five reasons why you don't have to make an Eid of Chatzeris in a hotel. Now, when there are houses in a in 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 a uh, in a ship, they, there's certain times that you do have to make 
and Elif Chatzeres, and that's talking about, that's also discussed in Shulchan Aruch, which when you are supposed to, when you're not supposed to, you have to realize the realities of today are different when we discuss it, you have to look at, apply it. Batum Shebesfina does not refer to a cruise. A cruise is not Batum Shebesfina, a cruise is similar to a hotel, has a din similar to a din of a hotel, which is again not relevant to Simon Shin Samachlo, it's more relevant to Simon Shin Ayin. Who is the one that gives? The original idea of Eruv was that everybody would give together um, a bread, or they would give flour and they would make a bread out of it that we put into one container, and that would be the Eruv would all get mixed. It would all get mixed together. The person who has the Eruv in his house, the Eruv bread does not have to, does not have to, um, does not have to donate towards towards the towards the Eruv. And, and it points out, the Shulchan already points out, you cannot use a guy to be the one sending around to collect from everybody. For a simple reason, you need somebody that you can trust. A guy has no Neamonos, and therefore if somebody who has no Neamonos is considered a guy who has no Neamonos for this purpose, if he is going to be the one collecting, you can't be sure that he's going to collect from every single person, and you might end up with a problem that you might not have an Eidu from every single person in this Chatzar. There is a totally different element when is a which we're not discussing now, it's later on in Shachanaruch, when somebody could be mevato, when somebody could be uh, prevent the other people from having an aid of in their property. It's also not discussed in this simon, but it's going to be discussed later on. It's relevant if you have a place where some of the people are not interested in participating, how does that affect everything? Or if you have Goyim and you have Yidin sharing in the same property, but again, that's not in this simon. Now, where could the Eruv be placed? The Eruv Chatzeres has to be placed in a house, in a residence, a place which is fit for living. Al-Tarebe points out to you, and this is that it has to be Dalad al-Dalad, and even if it's a long place which does not have Dalad width, even if it's much longer, it does not, it does not work for to be able to put the aid of in that place because it's not a mokaim haro'i ladira. It's not a place which is fit for for a residence. The examples that are given over there are something, some places which might be closed off, like a base shah, etc., but it's not so relevant to it. The places where you get these halachas, which if you want to understand better the halachas that are discussed over here when it comes to what's considered a base dira or not, you will be better off if you also learn Hilchus Mezuzah, where all these things are also discussed. And I think that one or two places over here, in the footnotes, the Alter Rebbe does send you to Hilchus Mezuzah in Yeridea to discuss some of the topics that are connected to this idea. The minhag of the Jews is to put it, the Ashkenazi Jews, is to put the Eruv in the show, Beisach Nessus. That was a long and big fight between the Paiskim about how to deal with this specific issue of having an Eruv in a basic Nessus, because a basic Nessus is not a place for residence. Then it became issues whether a place, if you really want to understand, fully well understand this topic of it, there is in the back of your Tur Shulchan Aruch, in the Yalk and the Kravis Mefarshim, there is the Yalkut Mefarshim, I mean, in the beginning of Simon Shin Samachvav, you have 
about three pages, Eishel Avram, who he goes through all the shit, this, the, or the whole discussion of it, which that is, obviously once you learn the Shulchan Aruch and you learn the Magen Avram, and the Primagodim, each one of them is a little bit, I'm going to mention them later, but then you have this Eishel Avram, which just goes through a good few columns in a row of the whole, all, everything that was discussed. There was a whole, um, the tshuva from the Chacham Tzvi, a very sharp tshuva, whether it could work, whether it can't work. This goes back many years already to the time of the, the Magen Avram, brings the Maril and the Shibali Aleket, etc. when it comes to the relevance of if you can make an Eruv in a base Haknesis, because it's not a place where you live, at the same time as a place that everybody uses, um, and how to deal with it. Al Tarebbe mentioned that the Minig is, this is a quote from the Ram, pretty much a quote from the Ramah, the Minig is to to put the Eruv in the Beis Haknesses, even though it's not a base dire, it's not a place where you live, and even though it's not a royal dire, and even though you're not allowed to eat in the Beis Haknesses unless you are learning there. And the reason that is given, the Altarev brings the reason, says, Nosnotam, who's a Nosnotam, is talking about the Ramah, that today's Eruv is that we're doing is not really Eruv is which needs all the conditions of Eruv Chatzeros that it has to be in a base dira, but rather it is Midin Shituf Mevoyos. And Shituf Mevoyos, you do not need it to be in a base dira, rather you just need it in Mokim HaMishtamar in a place where it's protected. And therefore, if we consider today's Eruvin and a Shul like Shituf Mevoyos rather than Eruv Chatzeros, then you don't have to worry about the idea of 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 uh, of whether it's in a it's in a place. Why do you need it in the Mokim Hamishtamer? And why is a shul a good place? If you look in now we'll compare it to Shituf and Mevayis, you look in Simon Shin Zayin where on the beginning when Al Tarebbe discusses Shituf and Mevayis, and over there where the Al Tarebbe discusses it, he says that obviously when you do Shituf and Mevayis, you still have to do. Eruv Chatzeres for each of the Chatzeres that are open to in this Mavoy. And the reason for it is, that the kids should not forget the whole idea of an Eruv. And the Alter Rebbe says, and therefore the Minig is to hang it in the Shul, because that is a public place. So the kids will see it hanging and they will know the concept of Eruv and that you cannot just carry wherever you want but rather there has to be something done on Shabbos to allow you to carry, it has to be a public, visible display that reminds you carrying is not allowed, but there are ways to, if it's done right, you could do it. Now, if a Mavoy is, does not have, if a Mavoy was not yet converted to a Mavoy, which you could do Shittof Mavoyas in it, because to do Shittof Mavoyas, a Mavoy has to have what we learned, you can't start from Shittuf Mevoyos, you have to first make the Mavoy a Mavoy, where you could make a Shittuf Mevoyos, which means you have to do the Tikkun with the Lechert, or Pesach, or whatever else is needed for that. So if you have a Mevoyos or not Mesokan, or the Shul is in a Mavoy which was not Mesokan, and therefore you cannot put the Eruv in the Shul, because then it's not going to help you anything. You're not going to be able to carry to and from the Shul, you could still carry within the shul. 
or from the shul to the chatzar of the shul, which is obviously closed, I kind of have to remind you every time, but it's obviously the chatzar of the shul is closed in the shuls. If the chatzar of the shul is only for the shul, or it has one more residence over there. Obviously if it has more than one residence over there, it becomes a chatzar where the residents themselves have to make an eruv, make an eruv between them. So if you can't put an eruv because there's no proper mevayas, you can still carry within the shul or the chatzar of the shul. And every single resident of the city who is, is considered this shul, they're all considered as archim and nobody prevents anybody else from being able to carry in it. Nobody could say, we have to make an of chatzeros within the shul to be able to carry inside the shul. It's al paskins here. In Shulchan Aruch. Yeah. They don't do it anymore. It's, uh, now, we're going to get to this now. You just have to understand, today's shuls are not the Botik Nesios that were in the past. The Botik Nesios in the past were you only dive in the shul, but some Botik Nesios had places in the shul where guests would come for Shabbos and they would eat and they would sleep over there. So it would create an issue. What is the, what is the definition of these people? Are they, do they mess it up for the rest of the city townspeople of it. That's first point. Now, this whole discussion whether a shul, Besaknesis, is a place that you could put a you could carry you could carry in it or not is discussed in the Mogan of Romans of Cotton Yud. Over there he brings that right away starts by saying that being we because the shul is not a base data, therefore you could carry in the whole area, it's considered as one Shusayach, and everybody is guests of them. Nobody has ownership. The idea is nobody has ownership of the of the of this specific shul. And therefore, it's not a base. Did it? You could you could carry in the whole shul by itself. And then the Maganavram right away asks, and therefore he doesn't understand why the Maharil say you're not allowed to carry in the in a shul. Then the Magen Avram continues and says, and if you look in the Shibbole Aleket, Shibbole Aleket says that a shul which has people, the people do not live over there. It means it's a community shul, but nobody lives in the shul. Or even if it was built by a private person, and, the, and, the, and even if it's a private person, you don't have to make an aid to be able to carry in the shul. However, if guests are in the shul and they're eating and they're sleeping in the shul, they have to make an elu over there. And the shul like it continues, and yesh that it's not a problem, the urchim do not, do, they, even if they, uh, for them, maybe they need to do a, a elu for themselves, but they're still not oiser on the rest of Bnei Ho'ir if they did not do an elu. The Prima Godim right away explains what it's talking about over here. First he says, why is a shul like that, he says a basic nessus is considered a chotzer hashutfim, a partnership of everybody who lives in the town, and therefore you could carry from the shul, you carry in the shul, you carry from the shul to a chotzer, because it's all considered one big chotzer. And. Yeah, but it's everybody's there together and everybody's considered, so to speak, archim of the same. 
of the same of the same location, and therefore, in this area, they are allowed. They are all allowed to carry. It's not a base dinner. And he says, what's talking about the, when the when the when the Magen Avram says, the Shabbat Leket says about a shul, which was Bnei uh, Yach. It's obviously talking about that he built it himself, but he dedicated it to the community, and that's how it became belongs to everybody else. Because and the implication is that if somebody builds his own private shul, it might even be easier if he just hosts the people in his shul then there definitely are him and you don't even have to have a discussion whether you need an aid of or not because it is it remains it is and it remains it is and it remains private there is a Evan Ha'oizer which is mentioned in uh, Evan Ha'oizer which discusses today's today's show we're going to get to it in a second and that is but before we get to something else in Sidur with Al-Terebe and Seder Eruvei Chatseiros, Al-Terebe has a line which says as follows, V'layasu Eruv Chatseiros Be'erev Pesach Eloim Kenyesh Be'ez Batim Be'chatser Be'ez Akneses She'yutru al yedei Eruv Zeh L'taltel U'lehavi Ha'eruv Mizeh L'zeh So Al-Terebe writes in Eruv in, in Chatseiros, which implies a few interesting points. First of all, first of all, yeah, when do you do the Erev Chatseris? You obviously do it in Erev Pesach. It says, in Oisim, Erev Chatseris, Erev Pesach. Hey, Loyas, Erev Chatseris, Erev Pesach, Elaim Kain. And then we're going to soon see why it's done specifically in Erev Pesach. Number two is, um, it's obviously that they would do it in the Shul, because it's talking about the Chatsar Beisach Nasus. <coughs> Number three, that it doesn't help in the Shul unless that to leave a a aid of in a shul doesn't help unless the shul has is connected or it has two two houses which are going to be able to use this aid of for themselves, which is something which you already said in Samachai. That the if the only way aid of chatseris works in the shul is when the shul has a purpose for has a purpose. The shul the aid of in the shul serves a purpose for two people to be able to carry this. So if you have a shul, it's not in a chatzar, it's not connected to the chatzar, you cannot do Eid of Chatzeris over there because you're not going to achieve anything. If people are living in a, in, in, in a different area and they cannot carry to or from the shul, the shul area, because it's not connected or because they didn't do the shutuf, then the Eid of Chatzeris will serve absolutely no purpose and you cannot do it, and you cannot do it in the... In, in, in and you cannot do it in the in the show. Now I did mention the Evanizer, and if you look in your white book, there is at the end of it. There's a this, I brought chuvas from the Shari Deo. Shari Deo is Lubavitcherov, and the book was printed by Ali Shame. It's a very famous book of chuvas all the way by the end of the book in page 177 which is Shaz Simen Lamed Dalad short um, tshuva which was talking about it was asked in the city of Bahosh Bahosh that the Shaila was that the city does not have Shitufim Avayis and you cannot carry in the city because they didn't take care of it also, there is no Eruv Echatzeres. They didn't do Eruv Echatzeres. 
So what is there? There is a shul. The shul is sitting in the big property. The shul is a basic answer in the center. And the property that's where the shul sits has smaller batimidrashis in the big property on the corners of it, in the, in, in, in the areas around it. Yeah, he says in front of the shul, sorry, he says you have the basic nessus, and in front of the basic nessus you have a chotzer, not around, in front of it you have a chotzer, and in the chotzer you have four, four, four bati, four bati midrashas, one each corner, and there's a lot of openings to that chotzer, and people go from that chotzer to their own chatzeris, and from that chotzer to the shul, etc., etc., and, and uh, the people are noyuk to be metaltal back and forth over there, and he says, the, the, Rav who, the, the Rav HaShoyel, the one who asked the question, says that he looks, he thinks that the chatzah, this chatzah in front of the shul, should be considered a, a Rishul Sarabim. Why? Because when you look in the Gemara regarding Tumah, the Rishul the, the is considered a, a, a Rishul Sarabim. So he, so the Shari Deir responds to him, he says, you cannot compare the din of Rishul Sarabim for Tumah to the din of Rishul Sarabim for Shabbos because Rishul Sarabim for Shabbos has to do with Mechitzis, not with the definition of Tumah. That's the first point. Next point, he says, Bechlal, since we're discussing carrying in a shul, we have the Mogin Avram who brings two, who brings the two, the, the different shittas, whether you could carry or you can't carry inside a shul. Which is very interesting how he... Uh, points it out, because if you read the Mogan Avram simply, it seems like the Mogan Avram paskins that you are allowed to. That's a simple reading, the Mogan Avram starts by saying that you're allowed to. And he ends by saying pretty much that you're allowed to. And in the middle he brings the shitta of the Trumas Adeshin that you're not allowed to. But the way the Sharadeya understood it, he presents it that the Mogan Avram just brings Machlagas Apoiskim. It's not Machriya. That's what it looks like. So he says, that's first point. You have a question if you would carry in a show. More so. You have Evan Ha'ezer. The Evan Ha'ezer, which you're going to see in, if you look through the Alkut Mefarshim, you're going to see it over there at length. It's quoted in the Ezer of Ram. That over there, the Evan Ha'ezer says that in today's day and age, shuls are not the community shuls that there used to be, that everything, everything belongs to everyone. Rather, each person owns his seat. It becomes his own, it becomes his own property. Mekoymus uh, each person owns a seat and therefore each person could be oyser they, uh, he is oyser on the other person unless there is a a Erev uh, a, a done between them and obviously that you cannot carry from the shul to the chatzar for that reason from the chatzar to the shul without Erev that's what the Evan Oyser that's what the Evan Oyser Evanizer points out. So now, what happens is in such a scenario when you don't have an eruv in the in the city, there's no shit of mevayis in the city, and there's no eruv chatzeres in the city. So you don't have an eruv that surrounds the shul and that connects the people who each one owns a seat into the shul. So, so you can't just make an eruv in the shul, yeah. Why can't you make an Eid of in the Shul? Because the Shul is not a base dita. If the Shul is not a base dita, the fact that everybody owns over there, so it's a, it's, it's, it's a problem on both ends. They become oyster one on another because they're all, each one owns their own seat. And at the same time, you cannot make an Eid over there because it's not a base dita. 
The only way it will become base zero is if people sleep, people eat and, 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 uh, and sleep there. And he says, ah, you're talking about people eating and sleeping there. We have a different problem. Then you cannot make a bracha. Suffolk on the bracha. Why is that a suffolk on the bracha? We're not sure if you can make a bracha over there. He says, not sure if you can make a, a bracha on such a thing. And he points over there in parentheses. I remember, he says, I remember when I was a kid, there was a Godel Echad who was not happy with people with, uh, with uh, people who made a bracha on Eruv Chatzeres that they used for Sukkot, a Shabbos of Sukkot to be able to carry um, because that was not enough to be able to make a bracha. Therefore the whole bracha is in, is in a Suffolk. So he says, according to the Evan Oizer, it's clear it's obvious that they're not allowed to carry in this property, in this shul, in the, from the chutzah in front of the shul, to the shul, or even within the shul. That's not a question, Bechlal. Why? Because it's a dira. The way they understand, the understanding of the Evan Oizer is that a dira, even without a bias, it means the fact that it's a place that people have ownership in it, and they use it, even though it's not a house, each person could be oiser on, on the other person. So therefore, they, they can't carry in this shul. And, and therefore, he concludes that Lemaise says, I can't think of any way how they could be able to carry from the shul to the chatzar, from the chatzar to the shul in such a scenario. And therefore, that the Rav should make sure to make a mechay on this, on this, uh, on this uh, action that people should not be walking around carrying from the shul to there, or from there to shul. Why? Because you don't have the shitufe mevayis in place. The shul itself. Huh? In the shul itself also is a problem. Right, but he doesn't look at the Evan Oizer. Seems like the way the, under, the, the understanding of the Evan Oizer is that he doesn't require all these to make a, a to, to be oiser one on another. He says that the the the, um, the amount that you need to to be able to be oiser from one to another is not that high of a. You don't have to reach such a. You don't have to hit such a high bar. It's enough if there's already ownership. If each person has ownership over there, and he could. He's already enough to do it, as opposed to the understanding, simple understanding of the Magen Avram and the Mechaber and the Alter Rebbe. None of them mentioned this idea of Bichlal, that that uh, it's just the mere fact that the shul is not a base dira. The fact that everybody's using it does not make it a Mokrim Ha'asur. That means the fact it doesn't seem like the simple reading of it will fit with the with the Evan Ha'ezer. Today we don't do it in the show anyways, usually. Yeah. Don't put it in the show. Yeah. 
schools today, everybody, uh, it's out tonight. They're making them out tonight. You should be able to establish it for your Tzorachem, especially in Mitzvah. So that's why everybody can eat some sugars in the basic medish. Yeah. They take a snack. People, if they don't like the Rav Dasha, they go Zor. So it's a machine machine. Yeah. And, and uh, basically, you know, it, it, has, it, has, it is a machine machine. So if it's a mokim dira, it's, it's a bigger problem then. Yeah, yeah. It becomes a bigger problem. Um, but still, we do carry in. We still we do carry in shuls today. The shuls, um, even we look at them, they're all the shuls today. Almost every shul, most shuls are owned by uh, by specific people rather than by. Uh, rather than by uh, the congregation. Even if they do own together, if they do eat together, then you have the hatter that since they're eating together, they all become like one, uh, like one, so it's not a problem for Eidov. And let's continue. So the Eidov now, the next point is the Eidov, if it's in a specific house, you don't change it, even if the person dies and his Yarsha move into there, or if the person sells the house. Why is that? Because people know that the Eidov is sitting in this specific location. If you're going to change the location of the Eidov, people are going to start talking and say, start talking Lashon Harder, why was the Eidov changed over there? Maybe this guy was stealing it, maybe this guy is not this, maybe this guy is that. So to prevent all that issues, we keep the Eidov in the house where it was done always. Yeah, that obviously this does not really apply in an apartment building when people change, unless you're permanent, but if it's every year people changing the apartments, you don't have to worry about it. Whoever's taking care of the aid of Chatzeris could take care of it anyways. Um, in Sif Yud, Al-Tarebbe discusses how, from what you do the aid of. And Al-Tarebbe concludes that the minig today is that you do it on Erev Pesach, you do it with Matzah, and you do it for the whole year. What's the reason for it? Simple, practical reason. Matzahs are not going to go bad, they're not going to grow mold, they're not going to rot, they're not going to turn green, and they, all the other things, therefore, if you have them, as opposed to bread, so if you have a matzah, you know you're safe from out of Pesach until the next year out of Pesach, and the other reason is because that's the only thing that you could do, you could use, that you could actually use a Shabbos and Pesach also, you want to be able to carry then also. That's the only way you're going to be doing it is if you have something which you're able to use on Pesach. And that the only thing is matzah. Now, every year that is replaced. That is the minig. It's not written in al Tareb, but the minig is replaced every year and out of Pesach. The reason, or right before Pesach, the reason it's explained that, the Rebbe explains it, that we are choshesh, mitzat chashash chomets, that you did not, the whole year this matzah was floating around your house or it was in a specific place and you were not careful that it should be protected from chametz, and therefore we have a chashash that maybe this matzah is something which has to be destroyed and out of Pesach, so therefore we replace it every year. Now, the idea of Eidov is something that you could, that you are able to eat. What are you going to do when you make a Eidov Chatzedah and Eidov Pesach, Shabbos will comes, you're going to make an Eid of Chatzedah, if, it, if it's a day between Shabbos HaGod and Eid of Pesach, you're going to do it after Shabbos HaGod or before Shabbos HaGod or whatever it is. You can't eat the matzah, because we have the minute that we don't eat matzah for 30 days before Pesach. So there are two kavim in it. Lubavitch will tell you two different ways. There are those, I think Rabbi Ashkenazi from Kvar Chabad, will tell people to cook it 
on after Shabbos Agodl or to make the new, you can't do it to regular matzah, to make the new matzah right before Shabbos Agodl. And then on Shabbos Agodl, you make matzah balls out of this, uh, out of this matzah. So it's no longer tam matzah that's a problem. You eat the matzah balls on Shabbos Agodl, you don't get rid of it. Um, in Rabbi Brian's guide, he brings that uh, it's already written, he found in, in Kadmonim that they would burn it on Erev Pesach. You don't have to cook it. You could burn it, you could it with the chametz, the matzah of Erev Tavshil, of Erev Chatzeris, you could even it together with the chametz. And that's how, and that's, that was the old minig, and that's how you take care of it from Erev Pesach to Erev Pesach. And then comes the next year, you have the same thing, you have a fresh matzah, you have a fresh matzah every year. Now, the, today also, we don't go with the idea that we collect flour from each person, rather, one person is mezake, zoiche for all the people that are in the building, in the bungalow colony, in the chatzar. The way it's done is that one person is mezake, the other person is zoiche. To be able, you cannot be zoiche by yourself from something that belongs to you for other people. It has to go through a third party. So if I'm the one who's going to be mezake, the aid of the, for the, everybody else, so I will give it to somebody else. And that person will pick it up, let's pick it up a tefach, and with that he is, um, I tell him that he should be zoiche with this matzah for all the people that are in the chatzar, and the Rajba adds, that you should make sure to have in mind and say it, you're zoiche, not only for the people that are here now, but for anybody who's going to move into, into, this, into this property, into this property later. And uh, the Alter brings that Yashayim, but you don't have to, because today already left Bezd and Masna. Everybody knows that, and it includes also people that are going to come. But if you look in the Siddur, the Alter writes that you should say that they should, be, they should have a mind to be Zoycha for all the people that will be coming into the property, into the property um, afterwards. Then Alter if Yud Gimel brings a whole Machlekes, um, well, who could be Zoyche? And there's different, two main Kavim is somebody who's eats, who's eating by you, or somebody who's, who is part of your family but is not eating by you. And based on that is a differentiation, if you could, if you have, one shitta is that if they're under Bar Mitzvah, even if they don't eat by you, you can't be Mezake, you can't be Mezake through them. And you can't be mezakeh through Eved Nachri because he is like your, your hand. But you could be mezakeh through B'noyu B'tay Hagdolim, even if they do eat by you, because they are independent, independent people. And also through your wife, even if she, even if she's still Maiseyodel Abayla. And there's a whole different, uh, there's a, the other Yeshayimrim that it doesn't work like that. Rather, it depends on Smuchim al Shachani or not. So therefore, B'noi, even if he's a godl, you can't be mezakeh through him, even if he's not samuch, if there are samuch al shulchanoi. And B'toi, even if she's not samuch al shulchanoi, not through the wife. And, but yes, through an underage boy who is not samuch al shulchanoi. And al then concludes, you should be machmer like both shittas if you're able to. And if you're not able to be machmer according to both shittas when it comes to b'nai katan or these kinds of things, then you should rely on the first opinion, not on the yeshemim, because that is the, that is the ikr. What happens if you forget to do it? 
but you're all sitting down, everybody's sitting down in the same place to eat a meal. So the bread that's in the middle of the table over there, that is considered like the Eruv for everybody else. And al Rebbe concludes in the end of the simon, there's also a quote from the Shulchan Aruch, Mitzvah l'chazer achar Eruv l'chazer achar Eruv v'chatzeres. It's a mitzvah to do Eruv v'chatzeres, so people should not be metaltal b'isur. Very simple thing, if everybody's in the same chatzer, it's a closed area, and you will, in, uh, people will without realizing what they will carry, and therefore it is a mitzvah to do Eruv v'chatzeres. The same thing applies, the same thing you will see in Simen Shin Tzadik Hei, that's mitzvah l'chazer achar shitufei mevayis. For a mavoy to do the same thing also. But missing is, there is nowhere where it says that it's a mitzvah to be lachzer achar eruvayayores. To make a eruv in the whole city, there is no such a mitzvah. It doesn't say that, that there's a mitzvah to do, to be, to be mechazer achar eruvayayores. And that is obviously a point of contention in all the political wars, that whether this is how to apply this. Interestingly, if you look at the Rebbe's letters, you could understand them both ways. And that we're going to discuss now for the next few minutes, as usual, that the reason why there is so much, every time the topic of an Eidov in a city comes up, it creates such controversy, is because the sources could be understood in two or three or four ways. So when it comes to... About what? For Ayoris. For Ayoris. No, for, 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 I've said, Al-Tarebbe writes for Mevoyes and for Chatseris, it's a mitzvah. But not for cities, Al-Tarebbe doesn't mention it. And even more so, when you look at Bara'ir, the halacha is that you have to make a shiur. You have to leave one place in the city, not out of the whole city, so they shouldn't be forget, they shouldn't forget Bechlal Teres Eitzah. Now, when you look, there are in your book of letters from the Rebbe, there is a, the first letter that, it was to Rabbi Eisenstadt who did the Eruv in Manhattan. So the last Torah that the Rebbe writes to him is Be'inyan shemitzvah l'sakin Eruvin regarding the, the, the concept of the mitzvah l'sakin Eruvin. The Rebbe says that hey, look in the Gemara Eruvin Chavches Tur Shulchanaruch Oyrachaim Simen Shinsam Achvav Sif Yud Gimel, which is the same thing as Sif Yud Ches and Al Torah Mitzvah Mitzvah Lachzer Achar Eruvin Chatzeres Shtemekuvetzes Beitzah Shas Tur Sarosh Derashbetz Derashbatz Chasam Sefer. And the Tashbet Chasam Sefer and the Shasat Shuvah's base of Tanyana. The same five Mara Mekremes are also in the, this is in page 136, 137 in your book. The next letter to Rabbi Mashkovich, who also did, later did the Eid of Manhattan, same five, same Mara Mekremes are listed. What is written in these Mara Mekremes? Interesting to look at it. In the Shuvah's of the Rosh. Yeah, and so now, if you look in the Mechaber, it's talking about what we and Al Tereb is talking about Ruvah Chatzeres, right? If you're looking in the Rosh, he says about Lehatir about Heter Mevoyes with the Tzuras Pesach. He's talking about Mevoyes. If you look in the Tashbits, he says the Lashnas is no no issue. There's no Aveda in Tikkun Mevoyes. Again, Tikkun Mevoyes. If you look in the Chasam Sofer, it's talking to Sakin Mevoyes Eichem, to do a Tikkun of Mevoyes. And then at the end of the Tshuva, Mechuyi Vesakin HaChatzerim Vahamevoyes. 
Chatzir and Mavoy again doesn't discuss the city, but when you look in the base of Tanyana Simon Aleph Seif Anav Zayin, over there he quotes all these people, and he also what he does is he goes he says he's writing against the people that were against that were against making native. But you look at all these sources, they're all Chatzirus Mavoyes. None of them discuss a city. So the Rebbe's letter was written to somebody who made an Eruv in a city. So when you look at it, there's two ways of understanding it. Either you could say, huh? Based of is a long chuva about the Mumer, and the Anaf Zion discusses whether it's a mitzvah to make an Eruv or not. And he explains why it's a mitzvah to save people who are, since he's discussing Mumarim and people who, who are Chaitim, so he explains why it's a mitzvah to make an Eruv to prevent the people from carrying Be'isur, and it's not in the and you can't say halitayla rosh of when it comes to these kinds of things to to, to to carrying on Shabbos. So the Rebbe brings all these sources in both letters about Eruvin. So if you look at it, you could look at it both ways. Number one, you could say, well, the Rebbe is talking, to, writing these letters to somebody who wrote who is building an Eruv in the city. The fact is, the Rebbe quoted all these things as Indian mitzvah sakin Eruvin. He's telling you all these things, and the Rebbe understands. The Rebbe wants to apply the same mitzvah that applies in and Mevoyes and Chatzeres to a city. That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is forget. The fact is, this guy is saying it's a mitzvah l'sakin Eruvin, and the Rebbe is telling him, hey, you think mitzvah l'sakin Eruvin, it doesn't apply because every single source is not talking about a city. It's talking about Chatzeres and Mevoyes. All right, so you have you look at it both ways. Or you could... Continue on what the Rebbe wrote 20 years later, in Toshin Membeis, 30 years, 25 years later. That's the letter to Rabbi Tzinner, that is in page 153. Over there, the Rebbe goes and quotes both. The Rebbe says, you're doing two extremes. Number one, mitzvah lachzer, chulu mevarechalav. These are all the sources that we saw. It's a mitzvah to make it an Eruv. And what's a mitzvah? That's talking in the two places where it says mitzvah is mevayis and chatzeres. You have to have the shir. But you shouldn't forget. And where is that applies to? That applies to a city. So you have the two extremes. The Rebbe doesn't take a position on this. And he says, therefore the Rebbe says... Let the Rabbanim of town decide whether you will apply the mitzvah and how to apply it in a specific place. Whether you're going to do the whole city, you're going to do part of the city, you're going to do some of them or not. Or you're going to focus more on the So, if you look at it, you can't prove one way or the other way because Yes, you could understand from the Rebbe's quoting these letters, you could understand it one way or the other. But when you look later, when the Rebbe discussed to somebody who actually was planning on it, the Rebbe says, you have both options. If you're looking at mitzvah, that applies. And one, one sometimes the, you have to apply mitzvah, sometimes you have to be careful with shirash leitishtagach. Sometimes you have to have a combination of both. Yeah, that doesn't say after a combination of both, or sometimes that's the thing. And that's why it's not something which you could make a general rule on it. Rather, the rabbis who know 
how the place looks, they should be the ones to determine not how the place looks, how the place, the conditions of the place, the, the actual composition of the community of the place and everything else, they should decide whether you're going to do it as a mitzvah to make a native or whether you have to focus on the shir, like the shtakach. The chatechila is that the lok that the the rabbanim ayodim pnoya mokim should decide. That's the chatechila. That's basically nisht. I can't tell you what's rabbanim. Everything has to be rabbanim, has to be yodim, and pnoya mokim. I didn't say local. I said the rabbanim will know the place pnoya mokim. If it's not a local rabbi, how does he know pnoya mokim? That's, that's if you only look at the technical. Tanoi HaMokim could mean a lot of things. It could mean the technical topography. Do you know Tanoi HaMokim is, uh, it's not Tzuras HaMokim. Tzuras HaMokim would mean, do you know if there's a bridge or not? That you look in Google Maps and every love becomes the idea of HaMokim. Tanoi means the conditions of the place. You have to understand what the situation. And what does Tanoi HaMokim have to do with Shiru Shalotishtakach? Shiru Shalotishtakach obviously means that it has to do with understanding the people, not only the, the mountains and the valleys and the, and the bridges and the streets. Obviously, refers to the people, because there's no shiur. The, the idea of shiur uh, is not a concept that applies to a bridge. We're not worried that a bridge is going to forget about the chashavos. We're worried about the people are going to forget about the chashavos. So, good. So every every location is different. Every place is 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 its own din. What I'm saying is, you can't make a clown. You can't say one way or the other way clearly without any sfakus. You could say that every place is owned in, every situation is owned in, and you can't say that Rebbe says it's 100% of Mitzvah, and you can't say that Rebbe says it's 100% Nevada. You could go both ways. Every place is different. No place is the same, no situation is the same, no year is the same, no location is the same, no community is the same, things change, city changes, people change, the rabbis change, the Tnoya Mokim change, the Tnoyim of the Mokim Mekayimus around it also change. It's into consideration. You make a psak, you can't make a psak based on a small set of information or based on things that change. Even if you have an Eidov which is built in a specific, you could look at maps. You could say a person, I want to make an Eidov in the city of Varsha. Why? Because I opened the Shalsa Chuvis from the 1920s and I see how he explains how to do why it's kosher. Ah, the Nazis bombed the whole place. And the bridges that were there are no longer there. And the buildings that were there were no longer there. And the parks that were there were no longer there. And everything, it's not the same. So things change. So you can't say based on one thing that you read, you're going to decide things change. And that's why you have to be Yoidet Noyamokim. You have to be a Rav who knows the place. And uh, we'll make a determination for each place based on what is needed for that, for that place, for those people, and for everything else. But there's nothing in this matter that is black and white. And with that, I conclude.